And you are listening to episode 81 of Honest, Open, and Vulnerable. My name is Ryan. And I'm Scarlett. And this is a stream of consciousness podcast that delves into an eclectic mix of topics. And it's also adult-oriented, which includes language and material may not be suitable for kids under 18. Uh, we definitely encourage feedback and whatnot. Uh, an easy, easy way to do that is post a comment on our website. That's hovpodcast.net. Uh, you can also uh, find us on Twitter at HOV Podcast. And we're all on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash honest dot open dot vulnerable. You can send us an email at HOVpodcast at gmail.com. And you can call and leave us a voicemail. That number is 231 846 8420. You can find my blog at inscarletstorm.wordpress.com. And you can also find me on Twitter at and and I am also on Twitter at inspiration underscore FLO. Uh, first off, I do apologize that um, we do not have a uh, Matthew Scribbles thing. Um, we're not in this episode because I, I know we normally go, you know, one one on one off kind of kind of thing. But, you know, schedules. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt has a life outside of this podcast. So um. how dare he? <laughs> <laughs> but any, anyway, so um, hope, hopefully um, we'll uh, be able to get get him in in this uh, in our next next episode. But um, yeah, so just wanted to point that out. <laughs> so um, I also kind of do want to announce that I recently uh, set myself up with a Bitcoin wallet. So um, as well, I've I've talked about Bitcoin before, and so I figured just hey, you know, let's put put my money where my mouth is, and and you know, so I decided to kind of jump in. So if anyone out there um, that you know listening and enjoy and join this uh, podcast, um, if you feel like. Uh, sending us a do- donation and you, you you yourself also use Bitcoin, um, send, send us an email at hovpodcast at gmail.com and I'll, I'll reply back with my bit with my Bitcoin ad- address. And I, I don't, I don't know how to, you know, Im- embed something into the, into the website, but grant, granted, I haven't really researched it. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, at, at this at this point, you know, just send just send us an email, and I'll you know send send you our, the Bitcoin address, and bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> I guess I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, just I th- just thought I'd throw that out there. So um, it's kind of difficult for me to at you know ask ask for money. It's like I just I just have this you know, compulsion to, you know, no, shut up, make it yourself. <laughs> you know, just, I don't know. So anyway, there it is. <laughs> and, um, this might be a really short episode cause we don't have a lot to talk about today. Yeah. So. My, well, mostly because I mean, my head's been kind of, and <laughs> the hamster has been on the wheel. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got, I've just, well, especially, Especially in the last two weeks, it's I've my head's just been magnetically gravitated toward towards the, the I've I've just I've incrementally gotten more and more irritated with our uh, 
with our studio setup. <laughs> and well, I, I think part of it is the fact that we've had a hack together solution ever since day one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know if, uh, Scar- Scarlet shares my same, uh, <laughs> my same irritation, or aggravation, or what, whatever, uh, cause she does. She- there are times. Yes. Yes. Cause it's like, it would be so much easier if we actually had what we intend to have. Um, right. It's just not, we just don't have what we know that we will eventually have. There's a lot of things <laughs> in this house right now that is not where yeah. it needs to be. And that's just time, money, energy, um, all of the above. It's just not, you know. It, it's it's slow. It's slow progress. <laughs> and it, it's just too slow for both of us but again we're dealing dealing with limited resources <laughs> shit happens so um i've i'm still fighting the stupid head cold i've had for a solid month now wow so um you know it's it's taking a lot out of me so that's that's a lot of my issue and then just i had jury duty this week don't even do anyway um which i promptly got out of um uh because of health reasons um you they kind of want you if you're going to be on a jury they kind of want you to be awake (laughs) and when i have narcolepsy i can't guarantee that so i got out of it because i just told them um i'm not yeah uh, i'm narcoleptic (laughs) um yeah i'm not i'm nodding off here intermittently you know well and not only that it it it, it, it's not so bad because really my narcolepsy has been under control but the problem is if I don't get eight hours sleep. Right. Um, and when I have to get up, when I work the night before and I get home late and then I don't get bed, I don't get to bed almost midnight. And then I have to get up in order to be downtown where they need me at seven. I have to get up at four thirty. Yeah. I get four and a half hours sleep. That is not going to fly. No. So then my narcolepsy kicks in. And so, yeah, um, I didn't, I chose not to drive. Um, they have so much, uh, construction going on. Oh, I on know. Down yeah. Don't, right don't tell me. To, yeah. Parking <laughs> is a nightmare. Don't get me started on that. Downtown's a nightmare anyway. So, uh, I just, I took a train, I took a bus and I did what I had to do. And I sat there for four hour, four and a half hours. Um, I did get like on a jury. And then when they were going through all their questioning, I was just mm-hmm. like, uh, you don't want me here. Cause I'm going to fall asleep on you. And the judge was like, okay, any protest? Why she can't be uh, <laughs> yeah. um, dismissed? And the lawyer said no. And so I got to leave. And you could just, I felt the contempt of the other jurists, though. They're like, damn, why didn't I have to think of that? But, um, <laughs> so, but it was obvious the commissioner was watching me uh-huh. while we were waiting. I had to get up like every 20 minutes and walk around or I was going to fall asleep right there while we were waiting. So, I mean, it was obvious that I wasn't faking it. It was just like, God, I cannot stay awake. This is ridiculous. Um, And it just, it irritates me because I'm out of day of pay. I'm out, you know, it's costing me money. It's costing me money and it's costing me energy and it's costing me, it's costing me all my goddamn spoons. So it's just, you know, so it just, it sucked. But I did my jury duty, so you know I don't have a problem doing my my uh, civic duty. That's not my issue. It's just don't ask me to do it. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> had expected to work <laughs> when I only get get four hours sleep. So no. right. So that was kind of my yeah. So this week was not exactly fun for me, but um, but it'll be all right. It's it's fine. It's done, and I don't have to do it for another year. But you know what? I haven't actually done it. Um, it's been shit. It's been almost. 12, 13 years since I've had to do mm. jury duty. So it's like, okay, it's, I, I guess I'm due. <laughs> so yeah. What the yeah. Hell, pretty you much. Know? Go do it. Just do it for a day and shut up. You know? Yeah. Go I've gotten, it. I've gotten the envelope in the mail a few, a few times, but I've never been called. So, you know, like, all right, whatever. <laughs> I usually don't have to report. It's usually, right. okay, go home, you know, but this was the first time I actually had to sit on a jury and then give a reason why. I couldn't serve. And I said, you know, it's not that I mind doing my duty. It's just you can't expect me to do my duty and if I can't stay awake. <laughs> right. So that was kind of my adventure. But um, so that was my big duty. And then, and then I haven't been able to get to my blog because my computer's been on the fritz. So hopefully we got that fixed, and I should be able well, to... Well, we, we just need to yeah. replace the power brick and cord, you yeah. know? Yeah, <laughs> Well, and I've, I've put that thing... I've jury-rigged it a couple of times, and it just hasn't... Yeah. This was like, I wasn't going to do that again. I was like, okay, just replace the stupid yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I finally went and just bought a new one. So hopefully... It'll be fine, and I'll be able to write in my my uh, blog. But um, I haven't been able to do it all week. So there's a couple of things rattling around in my head, but um, I haven't – I just haven't had the time. So And I haven't been able to sit at a computer that <laughs> right. has worked for me because of my subject matter. I don't like to do it at work. I'm able to do it at work. I just don't like to do it because mm -hmm. of the subject matter um, because I really have to kind of censor myself when I'm at work. Um, if I write in my blog there, so I don't like to censor myself. So that's, that's basically why I don't do it. Well, I mean, for the stuff where the stuff that you blog about, it's better that you don't censor yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because then you don't get the whole story and then it's like, okay, it's kind of when I have censored myself, it, you, you, you don't get the whole story and you don't get the whole picture. And I just, I don't like to. I don't like to have to do that. So when I'm writing, you know, blog, when I'm writing in generalities, that's one thing. Right. But the kind of things that I want to write about, I need to be able to not censor myself. So anyway, that's, I don't know why <laughs> but, we get on yeah, that topic. Anyway, but anyway, um, so. But yeah, um, don't, get, don't get me started about the construction downtown so, i mean what's how, what they're what they're doing is tearing tear, pretty much tearing down and rebuilding the civic civic center station which is a main hub for a lot uh a, lo a lot of different bus lines and the building i work in is right next door to it <laughs> so yeah don't get me started on that but anyway fabulous <laughs> so, but anyway yeah and um, um, moving on from so that topic, yeah, anyway. I mean as far but <laughs> I mean as, as as I said the last, the last couple couple of weeks I've been uh, I've, my head's kind of been stuck on you know frust frustrated at our current uh, stu studio setup and I don't I, well Scarlet doesn't deal with the tech with the techie 
part part at no, all. So I you handle all of that. <laughs> <laughs> so and that and that's more. I I think that's like the the crux of my frustration really because <laughs> re- i mean it, it's yeah it, it's a mess in here <laughs> and so um i, I know i men- mentioned you know saving up to get a laptop well i finally decided to go- just go ahead and order it and um i actually i set up a uh, f- a financing kind of kind of kind of thing and you know they don't they don't char- charge extra for paying it off early so I'll just kind of make make a few <laughs> payments at the start and then you know pay pay off a huge chunk of it once I get my tax tax return and and so yeah <laughs> it's it just the just the slow crescendo of right. <laughs> of stress of having to of having to fiddle fiddle with this stuff when i've been having to you know kind of deal do a hack together solution for like what three years now like holy shit yeah like three years three and a half no not not well, not no. because we because we started in september so i mean we do oh, twenty. Yeah. you know i mean yeah. we do 26 yeah. episodes every year that's true <laughs> so you know you it's do, do you you want me to set up a calculator for you oh shut up <laughs> if it involves math i don't want to hear it anyway moving on so so yeah i mean i think that's part of it just have just the dealing with this for all this time and then it's just finally erupting i'm just like oh screw it it's it so i went ahead and or- ordered a uh, a, la- a laptop and it in in my history of purchasing computers i mean it i've le- i've learned to to always buy more than you think you need <laughs> um i i went i got got one with a core i7 processor which at th- at this point that's you know pretty much the you know that that's top of the line <laughs> and so um with what with what we're doing in here i could easily get get away with getting an i3 or i or i5 but you know eight eight 12 months down down the road i mean we may decide to do something more with this and oh i to, now I need a more powerful laptop. What then? Oh, great! Now I have to spout out another another. Okay, so I I figured just go ahead and get the top top of the line now, <laughs> and and you know if so it it gives a little more uh, flex flexibility and 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 whatnot. So um, I ordered from. Uh, uh, even though they're not a sponsor, I have no problem sharing. <laughs> it's uh, from uh, System Seventy Six, which they're one of like six or six-ish <laughs> com- companies that actually um, they they they're pre-installed with Linux, so they they do the all of the hard work of uh, you know make. Picking picking components that are with the most Linux compatibility, so you have like the least amount. So you're not fighting with your hardware; you're playing with your Linux, pretty much. <laughs> so you're not like fight, it's like because I know uh, a lot of the computer manufacturers that do do it for Windows. Sometimes they choose like not necessarily exotic, but also kind of like. Um, they the like the little little components they 
pick don't aren't don't exactly mix mix well with with you know don't really work well with Linux or mm-hmm. and um, so it, it they do co- cost a little bit more because um, they're they're built when you order it <laughs> it's it's not like like you know the larger computer manufacturers that pretty much built make them in large batches and <laughs> and stuff you know they they don't have the you know the all, all the all these com- companies that do pre-installed Linux they don't um they're small they're smaller companies i mean they're they they don't exactly have th- thousands of people on their payroll <laughs> you know you're probably dealing with like either two digits or maybe three digits num- number of people so i mean there's small companies and so they um you know they put it together themselves and and everything so um i i figured that i'd go ahead and i i want to you know help support companies that support my platform because all you know the bigger companies that you know they're they're taking you know they're um uh what what is it starts with an s um well, you know they're they're getting they're getting some kickback from from Microsoft, and so they and they they have no uh, and, you know sponsorship, the, well something like that, <laughs> where they're they're pick they're picking you know components that work well with Windows and not necessarily with Linux. They don't necessarily uh, contribute to the Linux kernel or or the or the Linux community in in any way. So I figured I'd support companies that do that that or mm-hmm. support companies that support the platform that I use. And so I'm so it'd be about uh from uh or from the point that you order it to the point you actually that they actually ship it out is like a week and a half and so <laughs> I'm just like, like um anyone have a tardis <laughs> anyone bueller <laughs> bueller <laughs> no ah crap okay fine i'll wait <laughs> but um so hope hopefully if everything go goes well <laughs> there you go knock on wood <laughs> I keep telling you that's not wood but okay there's wood <laughs> in this table i'm telling you <laughs> for marco veneer is not wood but okay well, well no it's not the surface it's what the for my that is on <laughs> so anyway <laughs> it, it's like one sheet of plywood all right you know <laughs> let's but that but that is a form of wood <laughs> okay fine i'll i'll knock on the I'll knock on the actual wood desk behind me. Okay. <laughs> there, are you happy now? <laughs> I'm never happy. Anyway. <laughs> okay, we need to talk about that. <laughs> so, hope hopefully, um, by the time we're recording our next episode, will be on the brand new, uh, brand new laptop. And if that's the case, I will definitely give uh, my initial review. Because um, more than more than likely, by the time we record our next episode, I may might have had like three or four days with it. <laughs> so you know, I can't really get, I can't really give a you know a full re- review of it. So, um, but yeah, I'll def- definitely give my initial reaction to it. And actually, at the the 
um, like a few hours after I order ordered the laptop, I actually got an e- email invite for a, a, they're have, having an Ubuntu release party in like er, early November, and e- even though. Um, which, which that that I mean that that'll be fun, you know. I'm gonna meet other people in the Linux community and whatnot, because um, I've been, I, over, over the over the years, there they had set up the, what's called lugs or Linux user groups, and at least in the past five seven years or so, that that has. Um, those have really kind of gone by the wayside because of the internet because <laughs> now everyone's just using, you know, IRC or, you know, or on Google plus or stuff like that. And, you know, there's a few Linux fests and everything, but, um, in a lot, in a lot of areas, and I'm surprised even here, um, that the lugs might be, you know, it's like the same four or five people. <laughs> and, and and so uh, there aren't there aren't too many areas where there's a lot of active lugs and meat space, <laughs> um, and so I I look, you know I there's I ch- you know I checked meet meet up you know and I you know ch- and, and there's just not a lot of activity. There's a couple like maker spaces, but that's kind of like that that's a bit of a different crowd. Kind of a different, um, yeah. There, they, a lot of the maker spaces do tend to use Linux because, again, you that you can, kind of, it, it's a lot more flex flexible than you know they're close than you know say like a Mac or 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 or, or, win, or Windows, and so it it gives you a little it gives you more flexibility to kind of work to work with like this open hardware and kind and kind of play play with stuff, but again it's kind of a different crowd, and so it'd be nice to uh to uh, so yeah, <laughs> um, I, Ubuntu hasn't necessarily been a major. Um, uh, it hasn't been a major part of my workflow because I've moved on to uh, to, to other distros, but it played a huge part in uh, in me switching to Linux. So I only I only had the one desktop that at that point was like seven years old or so, <laughs> and so um, I decided to uh, to try elementary, and that didn't detect my network card, which is kind of a major deal because <laughs> then you know you can't can't go onto websites, can't get updates from the <laughs> distribution. So I'm like. Oh well, that okay. That didn't work, and uh, thankfully, through the uh, I was going to Devry at the time, and thankfully, I was I um, they had like a student discount or whatever where I got a uh, Windows Seven Pro for free. So <laughs> I I was like, all right, I'll load up Windows Seven on here and like do research later and kind of find a you know, find another, find another solution here. And it ended up being a boot too. And it was pretty much an out of the box experience. Like ever, 
when I installed it, you know, detected the network card card just just fine, and you know I was a, able to, you know, browse the web and you know down, download down, download software and everything. And so I'm like, all right, <laughs> um, and it was with the uh, the Unity uh, interface with the the bar down the side, which is which was a whole new thing for me. Um, because, you know, I've been used to the Windows 7, you know, XP kind of, kind of in, interface mm-hmm. and which, which actually ended up being a real good thing because that, that, then I had to, I had, I had to establish a whole new muscle memory because that, I mean, if it was kind of the uh, similar setup like KDE, which that, that has a, that's very similar as for the UI, um, and to similar to windows, then I, I, it's like, I, it's like, Oh, okay. I know how to oh, wait, huh? How do I fight? Wait, I'm used to this being there and what, wait, what's going on. <laughs> and so by use, by getting started with, uh, Ubuntu with unity, um, it, I it's like, okay, I'm it, I'm in something, I'm, I'm in something brand new. You know, I'm. You know, it's a totally foreign in environment. All right, I gotta learn, and it it piqued my curiosity more than frustrated me, because then I was like, okay, now I'm I'm just like learning, like est- establishing new muscle memory, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and re- and really kind of helped me under understand the way Linux worked. But I needed that out of kind of that out of the box experience kind of thing where um there there have been there have been times where it installs and boots properly but a a lot of the kind um you see um with with some distros i'm not going to name names (laughs) but um you you really have to fiddle fiddle with stuff that um that as a reg- regular user you think should just work right out of the out of the box like audio codecs you know at i mean from from your perspective because um, you're obviously not as technical as I am scarlet <laughs> um if if you you know in in you know let let's say i installed a a, a distro that didn't ha- that didn't have the uh, the audio codecs to like play M- MP3s and what and watch videos. What would your thought and reaction be? I'd say this sucks. Start over. <laughs> or I'd say why? Why did you do this? <laughs> why? Then I'd make you do it over. To you, that's a deficiency. Yes. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> because for me. What I use my, well, you know what I use. Yeah, exactly. A lot of what I do is video. And a lot of it is, of course, audio. (laughs) Video, audio, yeah. Yeah. It goes together. So for me, yeah, that's a huge. And if you're using, like, recording our podcast, we have Mm -hmm. to have audio. Well, yeah. So, yeah, that would be a problem. But, I mean, that's, I mean... But you know how to do that separately, right? I mean, right. I, I learned. I learned. Yeah. I learned that later. But right. I need. But I needed that kind of like that. For ex- me, it just pisses me off because if I can't do it just straight out of the box, I don't want to mess with it. 
and that and that 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 really was my 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 attitude going in too was that okay i don't you know because even on windows i mean you i mean i haven't i haven't had to install codecs on windows since uh, i'd say 2000 2001 from I mean, from from that point that point on, I, I'd say that well, or XP, because mm-hmm. that because that's about when XP came out, like two, maybe two thousand two, mm-hmm. I don't know. But from from that point on, pretty much audio codecs and video codecs worked worked right away. Like I haven't had and yeah, now now I'm going down going going down memory lane of you know actually buying buying Fluendo codex <laughs> and uh yeah that that's not that's not a name that a lot of people that a lot of people have been familiar with for some time um where you actually had to <laughs> actually had had to but anyway so yeah okay okay now i lost where i was going <laughs> but anyway so um so yeah it'll it'll be fun to kind of um I go go to a release party and you meet meet some meet some other people and so yeah, um, so yeah I don't I don't know if there was anything you, that you wanted to bring up. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that. <laughs> Not on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the... You have that one. <laughs> Bunch of. Linux nerds. Fabulous. Yeah, I know. I know. Fabulous. <laughs> I loved Linux, don't get me wrong, because I won't go back to Windows ever. Now that I'm on Linux, I'll never go back. But I am not, I wouldn't consider myself a Linux nerd. No, okay? no, you're not. I'm a Linux <laughs> Not at all. I'm a, I'm, I'm a Linux, I'm very passionate about a Linux user, but I'm not, I'm not a, I'm a nerd about other things, but Linux is not one of them. <laughs> right, so, right. No. You just go ahead and have that. One. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- well, thankfully the the uh, release party actually happens on a, a weekend that you're with with Peter, so uh, <laughs> you know you don't have to worry about it anyway. Oh, good! Yay! No, I'm just kidding. No, really, I want you to have. Plus, the fact I think you need to have some things for yourself too that you enjoy, and that's something that I think you would really enjoy is being around other computer nerds, <laughs> Linux nerds in particular. So you go ahead and have that. Well, and I say nerds very, I, I, I say that not, very not affectionately. Not pejoratively. I say that affectionately. <laughs> right. So don't, don't get me wrong. I have to say something about nerds, okay? That there is something. I, I have to, okay. Alex Trebek uh-huh. um, said something about somebody um, had, she was trying to describe her style of music. And he said, well, I have never heard your style of music. Explain it to me. And it basically is uh, rapping about what they enjoy, whether it be computers or, or uh, oh, Comic-Con or mm-hmm. something of that nature. And he says, oh, in other words, it's boring. What? And yes. Oh, yes. He said this. Oh, uh, yes. He I'm, got gl- I'm glad I was not in the same room. <laughs> he got slammed for it. So um, it has to do, I can't think of the name of the, the, the phrase she used, but it had nerd in it. And it uh-huh. had something about, anyway, he was basically saying nerds are boring. 
And he said that very, he, he meant it as a joke, but everybody took it really personally, as well they should. And it's like, you know what? For somebody so smart, why are you so stupid? So I've lost all respect for Alex Trebek, just so you know. And well, look it up, look it up, because well, is, it I'm is, not, I'm not going, mm. I'm not going to uh, counterpoint or whatever. Um, I'm not, not going to argue against his point that ner- that nerds are boring, because uh, I, I have, I that. have met, I have met boring nerds, but the activities that he was mentioning are definitely not boring. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is the fact that he could call anybody's hobbies. He could judge them. That's okay, just wrong. Okay. That's just uh, yeah, wrong. I got you Being right there. Being judgmental yeah. of anybody's hobbies. Um, he should not be like that. And he should know better. So I just wanted to point that out. So look it up. Um, it's an actual story. I found it on MSN, and I believe I found it Wednesday or Thursday. If I remember correctly, no, it would have been Tuesday or Thursday, excuse me, because I wasn't at work on Thursday or excuse me, I wasn't at work on Wednesday. That's when I had jury duty. So I wasn't anywhere near my computer. So I believe it might have been Thursday. Um, And anyway, so look it up. It's uh, very interesting and how people fought back on Twitter against Alex Trebek for saying what he said. So anyway, just, I had to throw that out there. So when I say nerds, I say that very affectionately because I am one, but I'm not a computer nerd. I'm just saying that I am, I'm a nerd in other ways. So, but I think it's important that you have other activities that are important to you, that you enjoy. And I don't necessarily have to be a part of all of that. I have activities that don't involve you mm-hmm. that are important to me. So, I mean, you know, we have lives outside of each other too. Imagine that. Yeah. I, I actually just pulled up an article on WGN TV on the, that was posted on the 12th that Susan Cole, legislative librarian from Bowie, Maryland, explained to Trebek what nerdcore was by saying the genre featuring rapping about the things they love, video games, science fiction, having a hard time meeting romantic partners. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was edification on my point. <laughs> it's really catchy and fun. Trebek wasted no time in paraphrasing for her in his classic deadpan tone, Losers, in other words. <laughs> and then here's a... Uh, actually, here's here's a post from Twitter. Yo, Alex Trebek is the coolest dude in the game. Laugh out loud, laugh out loud, laugh out loud. I'm dying laughing. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, okay. There's a couple so, of them yeah. that he said... Uh, well, that, I mean, that's... that's yeah. Nerdcore is the phrase. Nerdcore. But yeah, well, I mean, this is a really short... Um, article, so it's probably not really cov- covering it that that well, but um, yeah, and uh, and that and that tweet. Maybe I should have read read this a little bit before I shared that tweet because that made no that uh, that made no sense. No, there was the, another one that basically said, "For somebody so smart, how can you be so stupid?" That was basically the tweet. Okay, yeah, it, 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 I'm paraphrasing, but that was basically the tweet I was pointing out. I also wanted to point out. And I'm not gonna. I, I don't want to get into the political ramifications of it, but I just wanted to point something out that Carrie Fisher still has a sense of humor about her her former drug use. Two things that I saw in the last couple of weeks. It's been like the last three or four weeks about Carrie Fisher. I saw an old. <laughs> 
Well, wait, I saw an old episode. Stop it. I saw an old episode of Ellen where she was actually, Carrie Fisher was a guest on there as uh-huh. herself. And she, it was Ellen and her best friend, Jolie Fisher, who happens to be Carrie Fisher's half-sister, okay? And they're, they're playing, she's playing uh, Ellen's best friend. And it, it, anyway, they're, they're, they're feuding back and forth, and they're having this big argument. And Carrie Fisher steps in, and she says, you know, back in the, back in the 80s, I probably could have had a pithy argument, you know, I could have had a, a pithy discussion. I could have had a pithy piece of advice for you to bring you back together so you guys wouldn't fight anymore. Of course, I was in rehab and I was kind of hard to get a hold of. <laughs> so, I mean, just stuff like that. And then, um, but what Ryan is making fun of is the, uh, pres- the, the presidential debate where... Uh, Donald Trump was sniffing all that time. He was sniffing like every 20 seconds. Yes. And Carrie Fisher just pointed out that she believes that Trump may have been doing cocaine. And her phrase was, and you can follow her Twitter feed and look at it, but she actually said something along the lines of, hey, it takes a user to know a user. And believe me, I'm an expert because she used to use a lot of cocaine. So I just thought that that was really funny that she kind of poked fun at herself. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that was kind of funny. Take take the political out of it. We're not going to talk politics here. But I just thought it was really funny how she still retains a sense of humor about her past drug use. And I just, I love, and I have so much respect for Carrie Fisher, not only as an actress, but mostly as a writer, because she writes about her drug use. Um, If you've ever read Postcards from the Edge, she also writes very poignantly about her relationship with her mother. Very, Hmm. um, very um, fictionalized account. That is a very fictionalized account. Um, But it is, and she just did a, um, I have yet to see this, but she just did a um, documentary with her mother, Debbie Reynolds, um, about, it's called Big Lights, Mm -hmm. um, starring Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds. And it's about their relationship and how it's, it's complicated. It's, it's very complicated. And apparently on screen, Carrie Fisher had a manic episode because she is bipolar. And I want to see the, and she, and you know, they, they offered to take it, you know, take that part out. And she said, no, keep it in because this is how, this is why my relationship with my mother is complicated this is why I struggle. This is why, and my health, my health issues with my mother, my mother's health issues, as well as my own issues, are why our relationship is so complicated. It needs to stay in there. I, it, that's the whole point. And so I want, to, I want to actually see that documentary, but I haven't seen it yet. Um, but I have a lot of respect for her just as a writer because she writes a lot about people who are in rehab and very, very straightforward about her own experiences. And um, I'm so glad that she's acting in the Star Wars movies mm-hmm. because at one time she said she would never do it again. Yeah. And I'm glad that she had a change of heart and because I don't think that the story could be told that's being told now, um, 
the new Star Wars yeah. movies. I don't think it could be told without her part in that storytelling. At, at least in episode seven. At least, yeah, at least in that. Episode and eight, I, we're not, or you we're not, not sure because sure we don't know. Yeah. But um, I don't think that, even though she had such a small part in it, I think it would have been, that could have told that story without ever showing her, but it would not have been as powerful. Right. To show her, it, it just showed, it, it just, it had more of an effect. And I'm so glad that she. Well, I mean, if you have Han Solo in the movie, I mean, you kind of kind of have to have to make some reference to to Leia. Uh, but they could have they could have killed off her character. Oh yeah. They could have uh, made her a recluse, like they did. Okay, spoilers. Like they did. Uh, <laughs> Jeez, it's been over a year now. But <laughs> like they did Luke. I mean, uh-huh. they kind of had him. I mean, they had him in one scene, and he never spoke. Right. So at the very end of the movie, so I mean, they could have done something with her where she, after the, you know, after her son did what he did, that she just became a recluse, and you're never going to see her again. I mean, they could have done. They yeah. could have done some things with her where she would have never had to appear on screen either. But I just don't think the story would have been as powerful. No, as no, it was I agree with the you way there. that they, the, the way that they wrote it. So I'm really glad she had a change of heart. That's my whole point. And I didn't mean to talk about Carrie Fisher, but I'm kind of <laughs> glad we did because we really had nothing to talk about. So, <laughs> but I just wanted to point out that that she still has a sense of humor. Oh yeah, she d- she still talks about um, giving um, the new female character in Star Wars uh, the um, the piece of advice. Basically, don't try to sleep with all your castmates. Um, don't do what I did, <laughs> basically, because <laughs> they'll come back and haunt you. And so I just thought that she was a lot more blunt about it when she actually said what she said. Um, and you can look this up. Um, what she actually said was a lot more crude. Um, but it was, it, she just was very straightforward about it. Hey, you know, don't do it. <laughs> don't regret it. So I just think that she's, she's just got, she's still got a sense of humor. And I think that that is um, something that's probably carried her. Mm-hmm. And will continue to carry her, and I hear more about her damn dog Gary than I hear about her, and I just think that that's kind of funny. But um, anyway, that she's she's kind of making a comeback a little bit, and uh, it's it's really been her humor that's carried her. So anyway, yeah. Well, I mean that story kind of reminds me of some. Um, I think it was like three or four days ago was uh, coming out day. Oh yeah, and I saw a tweet from uh, Samantha Fraser, who's she's real she's real active in the poly community in Toronto because that's where she lives. But um, she she posted a uh, little blurb or what or essay or whatever about about her her feelings on com, coming out and that not everybody's out to the same degree in some areas and the part that really resonated with me was towards the end is like I'm out and I'm I'm out and loud about about this so to kind of to help uh, normalize the discussion. I get I'm paraphrasing here, but I actually tweeted this out one on the on that day, and uh, so you can see her her actual words because she is so much better as, at explaining this than I am. But I mean that it's because that's the same reason why that's part of 
which, well, that's one of the reasons <laughs> why I uh, wanted to start this podcast was, yeah, here, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm out, you know, you can see just how not weird I really am, <laughs> you know, it's just, I'm just a, another reg, regular guy. And so let's, you know, I think part of the reason why we're having a lot of the troubles that we are is that a, we're, it's not out in the open and being talked about. Right. Right. And we went, you know, we went and had dinner with your family yesterday and I thought it was really interesting that your youngest brother brought up a topic mm -hmm. that was really interesting about, um, campus rape oh yes and, and it wasn't even what he, what was unbelievable to him is why why all of a sudden it's it's becoming that culture and it's not so much that as it is that it's being talked about it's 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 becoming it's, it's being discussed more yeah and it's being more open and i was really i was really surprised and you're your youngest bro your youngest brother is 16 almost 17 yeah yeah he's almost 17 so let's get that straight but he's your your mom and stepdad are so open about hey let's have this conversation and i just i that was a real credit to them that mm -hmm. they could have that conversation hey you know let's have that conversation and your your family, though, has always been really open about, hey, let's talk about, you know, those difficult conversations. Yeah. That you don't have that spork in the eye conversation. <laughs> your family is very open. And most families are not. And so I think that, that that sets you apart. But I just, I was really impressed by him just saying, you know what, it sucks <laughs> that this even happens. <laughs> yeah. And I can't believe that it even happens. And I said, well, it's always happened. The change is that it's being talked about. And that's a good thing mm -hmm. that it's being Absolutely. discussed more. And that there is this culture of um, consent or what is consent. And that's being discussed more. And that's not a bad thing. No, not at all. So to have those things, you know, I think, I think our whole culture is kind of changing. And um, that's, that's a good thing. It's a really good thing. So... Yeah, um, it's it's kind of funny. The um, first first time that my other brother brought his current part partner to have have dinner with us, um, there's kind of an unwritten rule that you don't talk about religion, you don't talk about politics, and you don't. Say, what I, I know, there's a third one that, that another quote unquote taboo topic that you, that but. Yeah, we yeah we that we pretty much started with those. <laughs> so I mean, that's kind of a, it's like yeah, you know, I know we're not you know, but you know, <laughs> so just get those out of the way. I mean, you know, and your mom asked me a lot of questions, and I was like, okay, you want to have that conversation? All right, let's just have it. <laughs> and so I figured that was a good thing, to just get out of the way, and. Your family has always kind of figured, yeah, Brian loves you, we love you. Yeah, we don't care. Nothing else matters. And they've always been consistent in that. Oh, yeah. And um, that's, you know, then you've got Peter's family, who's complete opposite of that. <laughs> but you have my own family, 
mm-hmm. doesn't operate that way either. So, you know, it's, it's something to get used to. But I don't know if that's that you're odd man out or if that's just maybe everybody else's odd man out. And then, you know, Who knows? I wish everybody would operate from that place of honesty, total honesty. Just here it is. And, you know, we accept you just because our child accepts you. And I wish more parents would do that, well, whether they well, really accept you or not. And your parents have made it abundantly clear they do accept me. So well, that, that hasn't always been, been the case with, ev- with everyone that I've tried dating, though. <laughs> they, they, were, they have come, come to me and it's like, no, you're not seeing this person. <laughs> they had to step, but gr- granted that, I mean, they were very uh, much, uh, what is it, the code, uh, codependent kind, kind of thing where it was, they, they were kind of in a bad sit that situation where it was more of like a rescue kind of kind of thing, like uh, I am Prince Charming, and, blah, blah, blah. and they're like, no, no, you are not seeing this person again. <laughs> well, and what did I tell you from the beginning? I, you're not going to fix me. <laughs> so no, no. But it's but it's not no. it's not that kind of situation either. No, you know, no. You're, you you you're on your own two feet. You know, right. you know how to, you know, you right. know how to handle yourself and everything. Right. So. And there is nothing to fix. I am what I am. Right. And it's it's but we've been very open about that, and so you know I think that we come from a place of very honest. I think that we've always been been very open about that and i think that um your family's been very accepting and realizing okay she has a job she supports herself she okay (laughs) You, you know that you're not doing things for me you're doing things with me and there's a difference. Yeah. So. But what what was your because re- I also I also te- texted you that's that same picture. What was your yeah? To um, it? Well, and I sent you I sent you a text back. Right. And, um, I totally agree. I, I resonated with it also, but for the different reason. Um, because one of the reasons why I'm not out to everybody, and mostly, and I'm out to the people who matter. Um, but the people who won't get it, I don't waste my time with. Unfortunately for me, most of that is my family members and Peter's family members. Unfortunately, that's what it amounts to is we have chosen not to waste our time because they would never understand my own, my own mother, God bless her, has at least made an effort to try to understand. But she doesn't understand. And she is the first one to admit that. She doesn't understand. But it doesn't change. It doesn't change how she feels about me, whether she approves or not. Because I made it very clear to her when I did come out to her, hey, I'm not coming out to you so that you give me your approval. Um... I don't need your acceptance. All I'm doing is giving you an opportunity to share in this part of my life. It's up to you what you do with this information. 
And if you just assume never talk about it again and we sweep it under the rug and pretend it's not there, that's your choice. But you're missing out on something that's important to me. And she has done her best not to do that. But she still doesn't get it. And she probably never will. But she tries. And that's the difference. She's mm-hmm. making an effort. Where the rest of my family, I, I would say... I would say that there are certain family members of mine who will understand, and there there are just some that won't. And I'm not. That's gonna, the way it goes. Yeah. And I'm not gonna. And I'm not gonna slog through which is which. I'm just not. Um, it, it's not worth it to me. Um, I've come out to one of my cousins, and she's been very supportive. She's like, you know what? If it makes you happy, I'm happy for you. That's all she's ever said. She says, you know what? Be happy. And if this makes you happy, then I'm happy for you. And Can't argue with that. And her parents would say the same thing if I, if I chose to share it with them. Um, but I just, I just choose not to take my chances. Because they won't. If they're going to judge somebody, they won't judge me. They'll judge my mom. And part of it is because my brother was such a screw-up. His words, not mine. We had this discussion not too long ago. And he said, look, you know, believe me, I have done every, everything to shock the hell out of that family. <laughs> and it comes back on mom. You, you show up, you know... You don't need to, maybe you don't need to add to it. Maybe you don't need to add to it. And it's not that important to me. The only people who I care in my family is my mom and my brother. Yeah. And those are the people that really matter to me, that they know. And so when you sent me that same thing, Mm -hmm. you were saying, well, I'm out because of this. Well, I'm not out for the same reason. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's just, it's, it's a private thing to me. It's very private to me. And the people, my friends, they know. I mean, anybody spends five minutes with, I mean, anybody who's really my friend for more than about three or four days, I'm going to tell them. People who are close to me, they're going to know. But I don't, I don't need everybody to know my business. And they don't need to know details. Mm-hmm. Not, not important. You know, so for me, I'm just the opposite. I don't, I'm not out to everybody. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm out. not, I'm not really out to pe- people at work. Um, I'm, I'm an open book. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not a radio. Right. So, right. I mean, but, but then you'll, but then, you know, <laughs> you find, you find this podcast on my Twitter feed and it was like, wait, how could, how are you not, a, not at a radio? <laughs> well, and I'm, I'm very, I'm very open. If you ask me a question, I right. will give you an answer. Yeah, same here. And I have people who have come up to me and say, hey, how do you swing that? How do you balance it? How do you... And I'm, I'm very open. Because I figure if anybody has the, the balls to ask me a question, I'm going to give them the courtesy to be honest with them yeah. about an answer. Absolutely. And if I'm not comfortable answering, I will tell them, hey, you know what? I'm really not comfortable answering that. But I've never said that to anybody. Never have I said... I'm not comfortable because if anybody answers, if anybody asks me, I'm going to give you an answer and I'm going to give you an honest answer 
because that's who I am. So that's just how I am. And there have been a couple people um, at work who have asked me. Mm-hmm. I took one of my coworkers to a poly uh, a mixer. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I think he th- expected something way different. It was just, hey, these are just like-minded people. Yeah. They're just human beings who happen to think alike. <laughs> and it's not about sex. Not always. <laughs> well, for some people it is. Some people, yeah, some yeah. people, some, let's, let's put it this way. For me, it's not about sex. It's right. about, it's about being vulnerable to somebody. Uh, but for other people, that may not be the case. But for me, it's not about, it's not all about the sex. It's about being honest and being out there mm-hmm. and, and being around like-minded people. Sometimes that helps just knowing, Hey, you're not the only one, you know, you're not the only one who thinks this way. And that used to be a lot more important to me now than it is now. Cause I have peace, I guess, in my relationship with you and with Peter. I have that. And I just I don't need other people to validate it, I guess. Okay. That's kinda that's okay. kinda my thing. Um, it's not as important to me as it used to be. Do I miss my friends that I used to hang out with a lot? Yeah, sure. But it's, it's not, it's not that I, I need that validation so much as maybe when I first realized I was poly. I gotcha. Because I think I needed to learn more about Mm -hmm. what that meant for me. And for me, it just means, Hey, you know, I'm open and this just happens to be my reality. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. And I started going back to my therapist. I started therapy with a new therapist. And, and one of the things that I'm working on is being a little more open in my own, with myself about my sexuality and what that means for me. And I haven't quite figured that part out yet, but I will. I'll get there. It, it just takes time. You know, it takes time to slog through that mm-hmm. and, and figure out why, you know, what the hesitation is for me. Um, because it's hard for me to open up all the time. It really is. I have trust issues and have nothing to do with you or Peter. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, that's not uncommon either. Right. Right. And it just, you know, so things, you know, it, it just, you know, but for me, I don't, I don't think that, um, I have to, it used to be that I would come out to just anybody more for the shock value or validation. And now I just, I'm more careful about who I come out to. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Because I don't. I don't cast my pearls before swine. If they're not going to understand, I don't waste my time. And the first thing I say is, hey, this isn't for everyone. Not everybody can do this. Yeah. And um, the first thing that I usually hear is, oh, I get too jealous. Yeah. Sometimes jealousy does yeah, play into yeah. it. There's envy. There's, there's, there's human emotion. In oh, it. yeah. And... You should be worried 
if you don't feel human emotion. Not not if yeah. you don't feel jealousy. Yeah. I'm not saying jealousy is always the the go to, mm-hmm. but but if you're not feeling human emotion in relationships, whether you're poly or mono, right. or whatever or, relationship you're in, then you have got a problem. Because then you're not engaging. Right. Be honest about what you're feeling. Be honest about, hey. Or not feeling. Hey, I'm not feeling, whoa, I'm not feeling, you know, I, I, I'm not comfortable with what I'm feeling or not feeling. Um, and examine why and be okay with talking about it. And it's not fun to talk about. Sometimes you would rather take a plastic spork to your eye. Believe me, been there. (laughs) Um, but you, you have to, you have to be willing to be honest. And if you're not willing to be brutally honest with yourself and your partner or your partners, um, poly is not going to work for you. Yeah. And probably monogamy is not going to work for you either. Well, I don't know. I mean, if you can't be honest, you've got deeper problems. You've got issues that you you need to think about long and hard. Yeah, but I mean, I've met I've met people in monogamous relationships for years, and they've never been honest with each other. So uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, and so you could fake it. You could fake it, but for how long? And yeah, it, it eventually blew up in their face. Exactly. You know, but exactly. And, and I know people who have been in poly relationships who fake it for a while too. But eventually, you got to be honest, and that's the that's the reality. So if you can't be honest, and it starts with being honest with yourself, right? And it, there are things that you know. That, that's one thing that I find my blog to be very helpful. So I can be brutally honest in my blog. Um, at any time, you repeater may or may not ever read my blog. I realize that, but you also don't violate it. You don't. You don't just arbitrarily read my blog just to read it. Um, I may tell you, "Hey, I wrote something. I think you should read," or, you know. Or, hey, I wrote something I want you to read, or something like that. But you don't just go trolling in my blog. No. Um, I don't because, have that kind of time. Well, it's time, but it's also respect issue. You know that I write in that. That's like my sacred Yeah, space. I know that's your space. Yeah. That's my space. And I may put something that's not too flattering. <laughs> <laughs> and you just, you kind of let me have it. And and Peter lets me have that space, too. Um and I appreciate that, but I don't put anything in there I'm ashamed of. Mm-hmm. But I also appreciate that you give me that space that hey, I can I can say whatever I need to say, and that space is respected. And if there's something I want you to read, I will specifically yeah, tell you yeah. go and read this, or hey, if you got a minute, you know, take some time and read this. Um, but I don't. You know, I don't just, uh, um, I don't censor myself. And sometimes I put stuff, and I may tell you, do not read this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're like, why? I don't think, that, I don't <laughs> think that's really come up, though. I've never told you not to read yeah. anything. I have told you, hey, I wrote something about some heavy-duty topic. Right. And, and we usually talk about what I've written. 
we end up having a discussion about it, but it's not, you know, it's, 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 but that space is just kind of mine. And, um, I appreciate that, that you give me that space, but it's just, uh, the number one thing is you got to be honest and it starts by being honest with yourself and that's in any relationship. So my first, my first to answer your question, when you sent me that, you sent me the, the tweet, my first response was, you know what, you and I are going to have opposite reactions, but the sentiment is the same Mm -hmm. and, but they're for different reasons. Right. And I think that it resonated to us for very similar reasons. But we had different reactions. Opposite, opposite reasons, maybe. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That, but that we both had similar reactions. Similar reactions, different reasons. That's what I meant to say. Um, but but um, you could understand where I was coming from, and I could oh, understand yeah. exactly where you were coming from as well. <laughs> so, you know, that's kind of... And I could, I could, I could feel what you were trying to say to me. And I think you could feel what I was trying mm-hmm. to say back to yeah. you. Yeah. So. Yeah, and even even though I am, you know, kind of out and loud loud about 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 it, I I have no, you know, it's uh, I have nothing against people that are still in the closet because I don't know I don't know the what their sit- situation is and and whatnot. I mean, they may be in a situation where yeah, it's better that they do high high hides that a- aspect and and whatnot but you know and sometimes I, sometimes they're not ready to come out to themselves right I mean, it, it took me a long time i mean i could accept the fact that i was bisexual way easier than i could accept being polyamory you know that i i was polyamorous so it took me it took me much longer to go down the path of, of polyamory so, you know, sometimes it just takes a while. Sometimes, you know, and every, everybody's journey is a little different. Mm-hmm. And it's not always black and white. So, um, but I'm all for anybody who can just come to terms with it on their own terms, however they have to do that. And maybe they don't come, maybe they don't come out to anybody but themselves. And that's okay. However they do it as long as they're honest with themselves first, because that will start the, the dialogue for them to be honest when they're ready for mm-hmm. other time, you know, down the road. So, yeah, my, my whole thinking is, is that, well, listen, I'm the one that has to live with this decision and I, I don't, I'm not going to feel, feel right hiding, you know, any aspects of me. I mean, it's my, Mm -hmm. my approach is take, you know, take it or leave it. This is who I am. If you don't agree with some of my choices, then get the fuck out. I don't have time for you. (laughs) You know, you're, I mean, you're not, you're, you're. Yeah, I don't. I don't have time for you know. It's like I. I know not everybody's gonna like me. <laughs> I know. I know that there right. that e- people either love me or hate me. <laughs> you know, there's no in between. But you know, again, I'm the one that has to live with this. 
So, right. And you you're know. not going to, you know, and um, you may not agree with my choices, but again, you're the one who has to live with those choices that you've made. Right. I was just thinking the other day, and I'll, I'll just, I was thinking earlier today, in fact, um, I, I was thinking about a decision that I made, and I, I don't want to get too deep into it. Um, I'll probably write about it on my blog. Um, I don't want to go into it, but um, it was a decision that I made um, about something that I could have done um, earlier in my life. About 10 years ago, I had an opportunity to do something. and I, I've, I've had moments like these, yeah. <laughs> and I, I chose not to um, for my own reasons. And um, I've had regrets in my life. I could have made really good money had I taken this path. But I had to, I, th- I only thought about it for about maybe two minutes. And then I decided, you know what, this is a choice that if I make this right now impulsively, this will haunt me for the rest of my life, should it not be the right choice for me. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say no. And I'm going to be okay with saying no. And I've had a lot of regrets in my life, and I've had, I've had things where I've looked back on it and gone, I wonder what would have happened had I said yes, taken a different path, done something else, done, you know, I, I wonder what would have happened. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I never regret saying no to this particular Lifestyle choice, shall we say. Okay. Um, The reason why is because it would have put me in touch. I had just become, I'd only been sober maybe a year, maybe, maybe a year and a half. Okay. It would have put me back in touch with um, circumstances and people where drugs would have been very, Mm. very, um, I could get them on a whim. Uh Uh-huh. Um, meth in particular, because meth was really big um, at that time. And I've been clean. And that was your drug of choice at the time, yes, too. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. And I've been clean and sober from meth, God, almost 17 years. It's been about 16. 16, it would have been 16 in September that I've been clean. So, um, give or take, maybe in July, so somewhere mm-hmm. in that time. So about 16 years. And... I just know that I did the right thing. I totally did the right thing for me at the time, just based on that, if nothing else. Plus the fact, had I, what it was, was, I'll just tell you, uh, it was going into internet porn. Okay. Um, I had somebody approach me um, saying um, what they were looking for was real people um, going into amateur porn. And um, I could have made really good money at it. Yeah. I had yeah. an opportunity to do this. But I just knew if it was the wrong choice, it would haunt me. Oh, well, yeah, especially that choice. It would haunt, yeah. it would haunt me. And I just, but I've never regretted it. I've just never regretted just saying no. Just based on knowing that, just putting me in touch with people that I I had worked really hard to stay away from the people that I used to run with. And I didn't want to 
I didn't want to get back into that Mm -hmm. cycle. Well, plus, you know, a lot of the companies that run those amateur things, they, they burn, they burn through, through women. Like, like I burn through joints (laughs) pretty much. And they, Um, one, a lot of them, when they come out the other side, they're a lot worse for wear. I was already pretty, I was already a hot mess and I knew it. Um, I already had issues. I wrote about this, uh, the last time I wrote in my blog, I wrote about, um, my, my promiscuity in particular, um, where I spent about nine months where I never slept alone unless I wanted to be alone. And I was never with the same person twice. Let's just put it that way. Do the math on that. And I stopped (laughs) counting after 80 people. Okay. So it's not pretty. The numbers are not pretty, but I do know why I did it. I realize why I did it. A lot of it has to do with being manic and not being medicated at that time, not being diagnosed. Um, And then also just having everything spin out of control in your life and having your body be something you can control and realizing, Mm -hmm. hey, I can control what I do with my body. So therefore, I'm in control, especially um, suffering from PTSD the way I was and am, um, but not being aware of it at that time um, from sexual assault. Um, so trying to be in control of your body. So I understand that now, seeing that now, mm-hmm. and that has taken me a lot of therapy to recognize, oh, yeah. Yeah. recognize that. But realizing that, um, to coming to that terms, because I, I used to just wonder why. Why did I do that? Why? Do I have a sex addiction? What is my problem? No, you were a hot mess. <laughs> and you were... You also had an addictive personality, you still do, but you also had a drug addiction on top of that that you were just coming off of and you were just, you know, you you put all of that together and you're going and just, it just blows up on you. You have nowhere to channel it, nowhere healthy to channel it. And what's going to happen? You either implode on yourself because you you are um, self-destructive or you explode on other people. And I, and I got to tell you. Or have other people explode in you. Uh, you got that too. But it does, you, 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 it takes a lot of self-awareness to figure out why you participate in self, self-destructive behavior. And I write about this in my blog and, and I'm very frank about talking about it now because you and I have talked about it. Peter and I have talked about it. It's, it's nothing that I'm not ashamed. There's some, there's, there's a difference between shame and regret. Yeah. I regret a lot in my life, but I don't have a lot of shame anymore because shame, shame has to do with who you are. Well, the dif- difference is regret is like, oh, uh, I, you know, I really should have, looking back, I really shouldn't have done that. Whereas shame is, oh, I really shouldn't have done that. I'm a terrible person for doing it. Well, <laughs> you know, well, regret, regret is being, regret, regret has to do with what you did, 
shame is hating who you are. Not necessarily. You can still feel shame for something you did in the past. Well, for me, there, there's a very thin line. I don't feel that shame like mm-hmm. I used to. Now, do I regret? Oh, yeah, I have a whole lot of regrets. I made a lot of bad choices. I made a lot of bad choices. But I recognize that that's my past, and it doesn't have to define my future. Right. And it doesn't define my present. I can move forward. And it took me a long time to figure that one out, too. It took me a lot of therapy for that one, too. But I am able to move forward, and that's what I'm working on towards moving forward. But I'm very, I'm very open about talking about it because you have that dialogue. You have that. If I can keep one person from making the mistakes I made, then you know what? Everything I did was worth it. But my past has helped create who I am. And I wouldn't change anything from my past just because everything that has ever happened to me has made me stronger. Right. Well, they've, they've made you who you are now. Exactly. Exactly. That doesn't mean that it, there are things that I would go back and change if I could. Right. Because I think we all have those. Oh, but, yeah. But um, I, just don't, I just don't live in shame anymore um, as much as I used to. I won't say I don't have anything I'm ashamed of because yeah, I think we, we all have something. Yeah. But I, I just don't, there's a big difference. And I think I've learned to acknowledge the difference and realize that I'm not a terrible person. Oh no, I'm a stronger person. I'm a stronger person. I'm a lot stronger than I gave myself credit for. And that's something that I've just had to learn. And so this podcast has really helped me with that. And my blog has definitely helped me with that. It's just, it's hard to, there have been, there have been times where I don't want to write about some of the things that go on in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cause if I write about them, they make it real. That makes it real. Well, you lived it, so it was real. So <laughs> right. put it on paper and get it get it out. Because otherwise it just stays in your head. And then it's the hamsters on the wheel. And you need to get all that out. And it just... So I have a, I have a friend who suffers from mental illness. And she calls me a lot. And she's like, what do I... You know, I'm having a hard time. What do I do? I said, write it down. Mm-hmm process your feelings acknowledge what you're feeling it's okay to be angry it's okay to you're you're allowed to feel whatever you feel Mm -hmm. what you're not allowed to do or what it's not healthy to do is to wallow in those feelings yeah yeah you need to move beyond those feelings and go okay i'm feeling these now this is what i want to feel and i choose to feel and we could put the past behind me. Now, that's not always easy. I never said it was easy. <laughs> no. but, you, but, but you can do it. It, it. it comes from practice. It comes from practice. But do you think that I don't have my days where I come in and I still 
flip out. Oh, yeah. I had one the other day where I came home and bit Peter's head off, and he was like, okay, I'm going to go over in the corner now, and I had to go and, ah, man, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm a dork. You know, you you just, you, you have those moments where you just, you're human. Yeah. You're just human. Accept the fact you're human, and you're going to make mistakes, and you just pick yourself up and you move on. So I guess that was my reaction, is that it's okay to be human. And I also was reading um, some things about people who, their stories about how they came out. And um, some of them were really poignant. The one that gets me is when they say, um, I was never in the closet. I've never been in the closet. Um, But there are some people who are so far in the closet, they're buying Christmas presents. I mean, (laughs) you know, they're finding Christmas presents in the closet. And that's okay, too. That's their reality. And you can't judge people. You can't judge other people's for their journey. You just can't. Exactly. And I I do have friends who have taken the porn route, and... I don't judge him for that. I just knew it was very wrong for me at that time. And I know that it would not have been good for me. And I don't regret not doing it. Do I wonder if I could have made some money? (laughs) (laughs) And if I... Yeah, I wonder if, uh, but at what cost? Yeah, well, and plus at that at that point in your life, would you just burnt burnt through a lot of it right then and there anyway? <laughs> I probably would have burned it on drugs, to be honest. Probably going to gone right up my nose. So what's the point? I would have had <laughs> nothing to show for it. So, I mean, you know, I did the right thing. I did the right thing for me at the time. And I don't have to worry about anything coming back and haunting me. Although I know there's some stuff out on the internet that I wish I had none. But, you know, hey. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, I know it's out there because, yeah, I found it a couple times. But... um, uh, but there's nothing, there's nothing that, again, that I'm so ashamed of that I would die if anybody found it. It's just, oh man, I wish that wasn't out there, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but, uh, you know, Hey, shit happens. Uh, We all do things when we're young and dumb, Yeah, you know, but at least I don't have that to add to it. So I don't, you know, like I said, I don't regret making that choice. And I kind of have the opposite reason as far as why I don't Google myself because I I have this un this totally unrealistic fear that when I Google myself, all I'm going to see in big bold letters who. <laughs> you know what though? I googled I googled myself with my real name, um, and nothing ever comes up. Um, put myself in my. Maiden name, and I think some things will probably pop up um, because um, I think I probably did some things with my maiden name. Um, but uh, yeah, and yeah, and a couple of handles. Um, not in Scarlet Storm. Thankfully, nothing nasty will come up in Scarlet Storm that I know of. Um, <laughs> and don't everybody, if anybody finds anything. Don't let me know. I don't really want to know. Um, <laughs> but um, 
I have a couple other handles out there that I, I do think some things will come up. <laughs> That's why I don't use them anymore. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, it happens. Shit happens. Just accept <laughs> shit happens and move on because you can't control everybody. You yeah, can't control everything. Exactly. And you can't control, you, you know, there's not everything in your life is going to be all pristine. It just exactly. Isn't. You're not living your life if it is. So stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now move on to something to, else. Yeah. Um, I, th- I actually, I think that's a good spot to kind of wrap, wrap up on. Um, kind of actually to harken back to your point as far as be doing the podcast being help helpful for for you as far as in your process that's why i'm always vocal about you know start start up your own project you know whether whether it be a a blog or a podcast or 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 a or video pot podcast that you that you post on youtube or or whatever it did i mean peop, people like again people are either gonna like like it or not you know, and and so the peop the people that really dig dig what you do, the, I mean, they'll they'll stick they'll stick with you, and then you know ev- everyone else that you know just fall, falls away. And you know we're not on this planet for very long, so we might as well do whatever dope dopey thing that dopey creative thing that that we want that we want want to do, and let the chips fall where they may. So. Um, I just want, I just wanted to end with that. So I just, and on that note, I do thank you for listening. Um, if you've made it this far, (laughs) um, so I do thank you for listening to our little dope, dopey thing. Um, we are on iTunes, Google play and tune in. All of those links can be found on the contact page of hovpodcast.net. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at HOV Podcast. And we are on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash honest.open.vulnerable. And you can email us at HOV Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs>